Hello. Hey. Welcome. Sup? We're doing a Dyslexic Heart podcast now. Uh-huh. What number are we at? 33. When you told me that before the show, I was genuinely surprised. You did a double take. I was waiting for a spit take. I think it's because we don't do it that often. It's that been I... seven months since our last Dyslexic Whoa. Heart, September. So happy to be here. We were going to gonna do one in December, but we were not feeling it. It's been hard to come up with the, not the, like their stuff to talk about and things, but just like 2006 was so shitty and then 16 what did i say 2006 yeah 2006 sucked i don't remember 2006 2016 sucked and then oh, 2006 was great was it what yeah. happened then i think that was <laughs> We're gonna talk when, all about 2006 I looking think that back was when we first met hunter and mike i think you have a I'm sharp memory sure. for all kinds of shit yeah that could be we started doing the podcast in 2005 so yeah, yeah that'd be about right that's All when right. we went to San Diego, I think, too. <clears throat> With Hunter and Mike? I don't no, no, no. That. We went to San Diego, and then we went to Vegas, and then hung out and had a really great time. All the years mashed together for me. I don't yeah. remember. I have a hard time with a lot of things, remembering dates and times. Mm-hmm. And uh, So it's good to be back doing another one of these. We have a lot of music to play. We've got some things to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think it will be entertaining for us, and I don't care who else cares. <laughs> Oh, people have been clamoring for one of these, a handful of people. I'll try not to cough my way through the damn show. I've got that spring allergy, I had a cold and I'm still coughing bullshit. No, it's not cool. So I'm trying to make it not last nine months like the last time this happened. Mm -hmm. My poor, (coughs) oh, there she goes, my poor baby. Mm -hmm. All right, so. Oh, shit, I should have some Tennessee honey. (laughs) The medicinal powers of whiskey. Jack Daniels Tennessee honey. I love that about you. It coats the throat. I love it's. You could say that about like fucking vodka. You could say that about <laughs> anything. It's coating my throat with Jameson right now. The fact now. that it's honey flavored really doesn't help. But if you want, if that makes you think it helps, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Because then with that, you could have like a honey vice beer. I guess. Beer is great when you have a cough. Yeah. A really cold beer. When oh. I was a little kid, my, I probably told this story before. Mm-hmm. If I had a really bad hacking cough in my sleep, yeah. my dad would wake me up and he'd have a little plastic cup in his hand and uh-huh. he, would, he would wake me up and sit me up just enough so that I could drink a sip of super cold beer. That's and how it I, I'm sure it was the alcohol that oh, knocked yeah. me out. Yeah. Fuck it. When working. you're a kid, you have a tiny bit of alcohol. Oh my God. Boom. My dad's shitty old Milwaukee just did the trick. Was, <laughs> I love that. Don't you love that? Like, my dad would probably go to jail now for that. <laughs> but. It was different times. Yes, it was. <laughs> and in the I, 70s. And I'm in favor of those sorts of things. I am too. Hey, remember <clears> when <throat> codeine was easily available, like off the shelf? Not uh, In theory, I do, but not, not really. Yeah. I don't know. All the good old days when you could get... <laughs> when you could get easy drugs. Anything. Yeah. Over the counter. Oh, boy. Okay, so we've got music to play. We've got things to talk about. Any place you'd like to start tonight with our either musical selection or discussion oh topics? Um, I have a few things. I have I have a few things. You you go. Uh, one thing I'd like to mention that uh, has changed, uh, I was going to say has changed our lives. That would be overselling it a little bit. Oh, uh-huh. But since November, mm-hmm. we have been doing Blue Apron. Oh, God, yes. And as a result of that, I have learned to love cooking. I have a home chef now. It's I, so fucking great. I am such. I am her bitch. She comes home <laughs> from work. You're my food bitch. Totally am. <laughs> she comes home from work, and not every night, but you know, with Blue Apron, it's three nights a week at least. Mm-hmm. There I am, standing in the kitchen, whipping something up. I love it. 
And I always see that look on your face like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's been great, though. I love. I would not have probably tackled the. um, I'm like, I was going to say the art of cooking, but fuck that. I would not. It's not something I would have undertaken. Mm-hmm. Just because when I've done in the past, I don't find it that enjoyable. I hate the shopping. I don't mind shopping, which is weird. I hate shopping for the kind of things that you need to make a decent meal. Yep. So I don't mind going and grabbing a bunch of boxes off the shelf and all that prepackaged shit you're mm-hmm. not supposed to eat. Or even just buying like, you know, like if I have a list of ingredients from a recipe where I'm, it's, if I can't get through the fucking produce section in mm-hmm. less than five minutes, I will punch a bitch. <laughs> I'm just, and I don't mean that literally like a woman, but I mean, like, I'm, like, I'm gonna... You're ready to murder somebody. Yeah, I just can't be that. Or at least maim. And that's the kind of stuff where it's like, you have to look it over and all. It's like, I don't have time. Yeah. I do yeah. have time, but I don't have the desire to do that. Yeah. So the, the fact with Blue Apron thing. that it all comes to me and it's pre-measured out, mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to do you the preparation. You don't have to go get a fennel bulb. Right, right. You don't have to, you still have to do the preparation. So it's not like everything is, there's still something to be done. I, there's slicing and dicing. That a lot happens. of that. And the first few months that I did it, I was cutting my fingers oh, up on a. You sacrificed. I haven't, it's been a while for our now. Family. It's been since, I haven't cut myself this year. And it's been great. But yeah, I sliced, I was slicing my fingers up. I had, mm-hmm. I had to go to the, um, urgent care just to get a, get a flap of skin glued uh-huh. down on my finger. <laughs> Um, but it was totally worth it. And yet I finished that. I finished preparing that meal you and did. we ate you before did. I went. Um, it's and just you, been really great. Yeah. And you got a proper knife and a cutting board that you bathe in oil every so often. I'm supposed to. I haven't. I haven't slathered it as often as I'm supposed uh-huh. to. Yes. I'm really getting into it. I have all these kitchen gadgets and knives and like I'm discovered. I bowls. like bowls. I love the bowls. Even, I love the nesting bowls. I don't know why. I just love the look of them. I'm glad I got those. It's made things a lot easier just for getting things set up and. Mm-hmm. I like the process. I like the whole thing, but um, Ooh, I want to upgrade our um, our dinnerware. Yeah, we're due for that. It's been a long time. Yeah, the, I'll check um, into that. I might have some thoughts on that too. Oh, good. We might want to do some different things. Okay. But anyway, the um, <laughs> um, the whole process of it and just getting into cooking and the fact that now that I've done it for a while, I've become more comfortable with going and finding ingredients and re- uh-huh. like some of the things I've enjoyed making, I will make again and maybe do a little of my own thing with them mm-hmm. so this week we so they we skipped we, it this week we fucking hate mushrooms they suck they're fungus they're gross and a lot of the dish dishes this week were very mushroom forward so <laughs> forward. we decided to skip this week and you made two amazing things thank you Thank you. I had a good time making them. I made, they had a couple weeks ago, we had these really good chicken meatballs. Super, mm-hmm. e- I love that this stuff is easy too and yeah. not necessarily a lot of ingredients. So I tend to migrate back to those. And it reminded us a little of the chicken meatballs at Therapy. It's true in Vegas. in Vegas. Well, that's true. So there's that. And then the other one, which was a, um, a variation on the Haleo Patatas, Patatas Bravas. <laughs> I made those as a side with salmon. Oh, that's the other that's thing so too. Good. So with Blue Apron, our favorite dishes have been the fish, mm-hmm. um, the various fish dishes. Oh, it's restaurant quality i mean it's really good i like like any fish that you've made i liked better than what i had at milos that's wow thank you <laughs> they've all been really good and they vary from super basic like the salmon i made the other night was really just you know salmon with salt and pepper there was mm-hmm. no sauces or anything it was super super simple mm-hmm. and then some of them are a little bit more complex well they'll add different you know different things to mm-hmm. bring out different flavors and all that stuff but the um, sides are very well thought out. Yeah, I've learned to accept kale in my life. So have I. 
and I, actually a lot of things that we would not necessarily otherwise fennel for one fennel i wouldn't know what the fuck to do with uh-huh. but there have been things where we sweet potatoes Sweet potatoes I've never been a huge fan of, and yet I've learned to love those oh, a lot. they're so good. It's all in the preparation. Such a good side. Oh, my yeah. God. Chop them up, slap some olive oil on them, <laughs> throw them in the oven, boom, yep. good. Yep. Anyway, if, you have, if you're like, if you would like, if you're not a person who does a lot of cooking and you'd like an easy way to maybe get into it, try Blue Apron. In fact, if you want, I have five promo codes, and you can do a free week. Mm. So you'd get three meals for two people for free. Mm-hmm. There's like no hitch to it. You you try it out, and I, you probably have to give them your credit card and then cancel. It's not hard though. Yeah. So if you want to do that, I have like I said, I have five of them. Um, just shoot me a shoot me an email at five hundred at gmail dot com or hit me up on um, like a direct message on Facebook or Twitter, and I will be happy to give you one of my codes. Absolutely, I'd it, recommend yeah. it to anybody. It's neat just to try. Well, even if you do like to cook and you've just never done that, it's mm-hmm. like fuck, you're gonna get three really good quality meals it's 60 bucks a week for Mm -hmm. like i said three meals for two but it's worth it just considering for us it's the variety that's made the big difference we got so bogged down and burned out on the the usual microwavable crap and all this you know and i feel like we're eating better and yeah a lot more vegetables and and i'm just just enjoying it the flavors are so good even every once every so often there will be something where it's just like it's a burger but they have a really, oh, really high quality ground beef. God, their burgers and are so good. And they'll do something a little bit different, whether it's, you know, a different sauce or topping or something. And it's just yeah, makes it all worth it. So I've, I've been a big fan. So that's my plug for Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even like, I'd love to have them as a sponsor on our other podcast. Oh, yeah. And I know they do podcast stuff, but because um, I would rave about it like this. They would be a, a good thing for them, but... Mm-hmm. I haven't, uh, I don't have the in yet because <laughs> <laughs> it's something I really believe in and really enjoy. Oh, but. absolutely. So anyway, that's, uh, that's What the... was your favorite thing that you've made? As far as making it? hmm Oh, it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, I generally enjoy most of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have a favorite. Yeah, there's only one. All the that... fish stuff I really like. Oh, there have been a couple I haven't fish. loved. Yeah. But most of them I have. And you can rate them afterwards too, which helps them make, you know, better options based mm-hmm. on what people like and don't like. So. The only one I remember not, I don't think we even made it, was there was some pizza. Um, like yeah. Pizza yeah, and I think that was more, I was going to make that, but <coughs> so the pizza, their dough is hard to work with, I found. Although I did get one this week. No, I found people can leave comments with their cooking tips on under each recipe. And usually mm-hmm. it ends up being Skype. It just like people sniping about. I don't. Why Every don't, message board. Like, why isn't there a yeah. vegan version of this? Just oh, stupid shit. Off. But um, somebody had a really good, <laughs> a, possibly a good tip for working with their pizza dough. Mm-hmm. And others said they've tried it and it worked. So I'm going to try cool. it. It involves taking it out of the fridge instead of just an hour in advance to mm-hmm. get to room temperature, taking it out like three or four hours in advance and shaping it like a log on the, on the, um, on the, I know it's going to look like a piece of poop, but on the, um, a very the pan, piece of poop on, on the rectangular pan and you oil it and wrap it in plastic wrap, put it in the oven. The oven is off, uh-huh. put it in there for like three or four hours and when you take it out, then you can just roll it out and it works really well. Ooh, okay. So I might try that. Yeah. And then I'll have an extra ball of dough from the grocery store just in case. Okay. But that's been okay. Cool. 
yeah. We always, there's been a couple times where I've. I'm interested in the brick chicken. <sighs> Me too. I'm curious how that's going to go. It's, yeah, that's weird. That's a super long involved, like it takes like 40 minutes to make. What? Oh. Most of them are like 10 to 15 minutes prep and then mm-hmm. 20 minutes to prepare or 20 to 30 minutes to prepare. Wait. I usually start around four. I know. You but said the, prep no. and then prepare. Um, Prep and then to make. Okay. So advance and then cooking. Okay. You know, like cutting up stuff is like 10 to 15. Uh-huh. And, and then, then actually making it is 20 like to 30. Like throwing it in the pan and sauteing but this, it like and the, shit. Yeah. But this is like 20 minutes on one side and then 15. It's, this is a much longer mm. thing than a lot of them. But okay. anyway, so that's Blue Apron and that has changed a lot of things for us as far mm-hmm. as how we're eating. It's been good. I, like I love it. it. All right, we should. Play it also a song. helps that you cook all the time. I'm glad that you like it. It makes me happy that you like it too. Oh, Something it makes I can me do. happy that you're enjoying it. All right, we've got a lot of new music. All right, so let's play some new music. Anyone specific I, sh- I should select for this first bit of new music? Uh, somebody starting with D. Somebody starting with D. Well, there's two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Dave, and I'm loving the new Dave Haas album so much. Oh my god, rocking my so world! Great. Just when I think he can't get any better, he puts out a song like this.
love the hook. Mm-hmm. I love everything about this song and this album. I got into the car on Thursday, and our local the current radio we talk about it. You all know it. Was playing this song, and I just was like, "Holy shit!" Uh huh. I, I believe my tweet was, "Holy fuck!" They're playing this song <laughs> because when you hear somebody that you've liked for a long time that doesn't get airplay, mm-hmm. and you hear them on the radio, it's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> wait, wait. I don't. What this happened? This isn't coming from my phone this yeah. is coming from the radio and then you what feel is going like, on and then just like you feel so happy for him mm-hmm. like, much deserved you know oh yeah uh so his album is bury me in philly and it's very much about it's kind of a it definitely has a theme to it he's a philadelphia guy and fell in love with a woman who lives in california mm-hmm. and his santa uh, barbara yeah and his whole i don't know if it was a struggle but his trying to figure out how, How do I to, make a new home here? Yeah, and li- leaving a place that he's that's comfortable and that he knows mm-hmm. and that he's lived his whole life, and then so that is woven throughout the songs. Yeah, and it tells a story, and oh, so good. I like it a lot. I man, I dig this guy. Mm-hmm. I just his music. He, he's oh, it hits God. me where I live. Yep. <laughs> so he's just he. It, it's melodic, but it's not cloying. It's just really addictive and he worked on it with eric bazillion from the hooters who is like a childhood hero of his because Mm -hmm. philadelphia that's where they're from and which is great like some of the influences on this album are i I can't remember them all now there's an article about it but it was i was so happy to see wasn't it like tom petty yeah but he mentioned like yeah it was tom petty and the hooters and but also like taylor Taylor Swift. swift And it's like, I can hear all of that stuff in here mm-hmm. in, in different ways. Just the influence on the lyrics and the guitar hooks. and Yeah. yeah it's great. So mm-hmm. super happy for him for putting out another great album. And I'm super oh, happy God. for us for getting to love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And he's touring with a band. Yes, and... which is great. We've always seen him solo <coughs> or just with him and his brother. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a full which band. Which has been great. But just hearing the songs fleshed he a, out He did a webcast right after yeah. the album came out and oh, got God. to see a bunch of these songs so with the good. band. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So that makes me happy. I love when musicians I'm into have success. And yeah. he's getting great reviews. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a good so, dude. Writes great songs. That's the other thing, too. When we met him, he was super gracious and very oh, nice. Yeah. And just... Um, I, I get a good vibe from the guy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's, you know, you hear these different themes on his albums and he's gone through a lot of stuff and yep. he dropped drugs and alcohol when he was working on this album and is no longer doing that. It seems like mm-hmm. that's been a good move for him. Yeah. And he's getting married this summer and mm-hmm. all these great things are happening to yeah, him. Yeah, so. I'm happy for him. Me too. I think we'll play something else a little bit later probably off okay. the album as well. But I have a request if you you're do. requests. You do. Of, of his? Or of his, of, okay. yeah. Yeah, we can play some. We can do it now if you want. Okay, do we'll, Shaky Jesus, please. Okay, let me pull up. I think I have his whole album on here. Oh let me God. see. That's not on my playlist, but I think I've got it on here. Um, I made this playlist several weeks ago, mm-hmm. thinking we would at some point do a show, and then I was listening to his album today, oh. and I'm like, but I love every one of these songs. I know, and, <laughs> I know. And like the three so that good. I chose for the playlist are not necessarily those that are even my favorites anymore, but mm-hmm. although the flinch, man, I love that. Oh, I'm glad I played that, but all right, this one's called Shaky Jesus. She was the hell, Oops. the only hell her mama ever raised in the heat of the September haze in the cold suburban sprawl. She kissed my eyes, she kissed my eyes. 
set the shaking straight by the fountain at the mall. I come when she calls. If Jesus loves me now, can he save my little sermon somehow? Because I love is that during interviews he's talked about how he found his brother was his musical soulmate i know that's again it's like i'm just so happy he was he had a long time wanted his like the keith to his mick yeah the the person who inspired him that was his musical soulmate as you said Mm -hmm. and he realized it was his brother and there's a big age gap between them but he started bringing his brother out on the road Mm -hmm. a while ago and we saw him with his brother a few times times. yeah yeah and that's awesome Mm -hmm. that that's really cool yeah so yeah i'm I'm really happy for him and i'm really happy about this album it makes me very very pleased i just love the i don't know man there's something about the way he writes mm-hmm. and there's a lot of music. If you listen to this show, you hear a lot of things that have that kind of like North code and gaslight oh, anthem and yep. Frank Turner. Yep. There's a certain sound and I don't know exactly what it is, but it's that melodic pop guitar rock, a little bit of punk, punk inspired. It is. I mean, all those guys is that punk 
um work ethic punk work ethic and i think there's that punk background but then they take it and turn it into a more of a singer songwriter mm-hmm. kind of thing maybe more of a focus on lyrics and melody and ah, i don't know it's just working it's working for me oh me too <laughs> yep oh i'm gonna i'm there may be more from him later in the show yes. we'll see i just yes i can't love it enough. i'm in love with that album it's so great so let me get back to my playlist and see what else i've got on here is there anything else you want to talk about off the bat before we go into more music uh, there's some stuff and we got we could talk about some sports stuff. We could yeah, talk we about could. some books. Let's we got... talk about some sports stuff. All right. So we've got two sports teams in town that I think are worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Number one is the Minnesota Wild. Yes. And it's been really fun to have a team to cheer for that's doing oh, well. Oh, my God, yes. They're let's, playing their last regular season game of the season. Today. They've had a rough last month or so, but, mm-hmm. man, most of this season those guys are hot. Yep. It's gotten me more into hockey than I have been in a long time. Yeah. We've watched almost every game on TV. And cannot wait for the playoffs to start in a few days. And hopefully this is going to be the year that they make a run at it. And They're I'm not still just, up two zip. I'm not just saying that because I have money on them. <laughs> but, well, and tonight's game is pretty meaningless, really. Right. But, um, but it's just it's just good to see them like win see and them not win. stumble into the playoffs. Yeah, let's get more. Just keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. They seem to have hit a little bit of a stride again here at the end of the season. Yeah, and, yeah. they hit a bit of a skid a few weeks ago. And it was it's a little concerning. They're going to be okay. I yeah. think... I think once they get in the playoffs, they're going to turn it on. I hope so. I hope so, too. It's been a fun season. I mean, I say that, and I, I don't know. I just I just want to see them do well. They've been so much fun to watch. It's been a, This is a rough sports town sometimes, so, you know, it'd be nice. We haven't had a team that's made a true run for it in a long time, and... Lynx, baby. That doesn't count. <laughs> I'm talking about actual teams a lot of people care about. No offense to them, but women's basketball is the worst thing on the planet to watch. No, no, it's not. <laughs> men's soccer is okay. the worst thing. Soccer on the is the worst to thing to watch, watch. but men, or women's basketball is pretty, pretty horrific as a sport, a, a sport to watch. I'm sure it's fun to play, <laughs> but I can't, I can't watch it. It's brutal. Um, and then, of course, the other team in town that we care about are the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. And completely expecting this to be a long, tedious, horrible season, and maybe it will be. But it's been nice to have their four and one. Yeah, nice way to start they won the season. Four right out of the gate. Yeah, so that surprised everybody, and mm-hmm. you know, at least they might not suck as much as we thought they would. That's at this point, you know. I'll take that. If they make a run at being a five hundred team this year, it'd be probably uh, it'd be more than anybody expected. So mm-hmm. we'll see. They've got some promise in terms of some of the young guys they've got, but they've got some big issues with pitching and other mm-hmm. stuff. So. I don't know. I'm sure. It's a long season, so we'll see. Yeah. But it's good that they started. It's going to be easy to get cheap tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they had, what was it? Was it, um, except for the opener, mm-hmm. they had a season ticket deal for 99 bucks where you could get standing room only. Whoa. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you briefly contemplated that and you're like, mm, no. No. Nah, I'm not going to get my money's worth out of that. Yeah, if I was younger, I would. We used to have. They used to do something like that. It wasn't standing room; it was cheap outfield tickets, and we mm-hmm. did it a couple. We did it for like, how many years? Three or four? Yeah, upper yeah. level outfield. We never in the sat dome. up there. No, because the team was so crappy, you could just you could sit anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we usually on busy weekends we would sit in the outfield in the lower level. Mm-hmm. We had a kind of a section that we liked to sit in. Yeah, and then like weeknights when there was nobody there, we'd be like <laughs> right like on the, the third baseline. Third baseline. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time, though. That was great for... Uh, I need to use the ATM. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll be back. That's the thing. The metronome <laughs> didn't have any ATMs on the upper level. So you'd go in up there, and then security would have to let you down because they didn't have any... 
It's like, I need cash so I can buy some food. Yeah. And you'd have to go downstairs. And so we would do that if we ran into any, it was rare we even had to pull that car. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. Very rare. It was yeah. only one like. The that big... was pretty great though. I mean, think about it. So we were in our like mid twenties mm-hmm. and had season tickets for three seasons and it was cheap and affordable fun. Yep. And like, that's a pretty rare thing for any major sports team to be mm-hmm. able to, to do that at when we had, we were broke and, but that yeah. was, and then the nice thing was you worked down there. So we had free parking. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's which right. was that's the other thing. So now this time, this $99 deal, I'm like, well, shit, you know how much I'm going to spend on parking or you Uber if we do that? Oh, my God. Right. It would be way more than what we were spending on the tickets. Mm-hmm. So ultimately decided. And alcohol. We, even if we weren't do, drinking at all, just you're going to have to buy water or pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I will. I didn't get to a single game last year. No, I went to one. I really need to make it a point to go during the week when they have a day game. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really fun. And I can just go and I'll get a standing room or a cheap ticket and wander yeah. around. Yeah. Since I have the flexibility with my schedule, mm-hmm. I think I should take it. I almost did. I was going to last year, and then when I went down there, like parking was a bitch. So this oh, year, I think I would, yeah. I would put more planning into it and actually jump in a car and mm-hmm. take Lyft or something and not worry about parking. Yeah. So we shall see. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll uh, yeah. scope out the schedule one of these days and yeah. see when it makes sense. A friend of mine has season tickets, so we always. I'm always good you for go one, a couple. at least yeah. one game a year. But yep. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. It'd yep. be a good couples activity. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, I'm always up for it, right? <laughs> or within reason. Yeah. Unless the mall is involved. <laughs> right. All right. So let's play something else. Okay. Dolly Rots? You play Dolly Rots? I've got some of them. Dolly Rots have a new album out. One of the things I love about the Dolly Rots, again, I love this band more than words can describe adequately. Uh, they've crowdfunded their last several albums, and they are just, it's a couple lovely and they have a drummer too that they but the band is kelly and lewis and they are awesome and great to their fans and they do all these really cool crowdfunding campaigns it used to be kickstarter and now they do pledge music for their last several albums and they have all these really cool packages and they go above and beyond and they make you feel like you're part of it and it makes mm-hmm. me feel great to support them you had a brownie i got a lunchbox a dolly rots lunchbox and it had the signed cd and a couple mini posters and a t-shirt and a little test tube thing with locks of hair from both of them, <laughs> which is so super creepy, but kind of funny. Uh-huh. Uh, some guitar picks, some stickers, um, a brownie that Kelly made. And uh, there might have been a few other little fun things in there too, but it brought me such joy to get this lunchbox and to open it up and see all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. And... And we've done things like that with them before too, where, uh, oh, oh, uh, Polaroid pictures, um, of them in the studio uh-huh. that they, they take. So they had to do Aww. a bunch of those. Yeah. Just these neat little personal items. And it's really fun to support a band. Not only that, um, does really cool things for the fans, but then when you get the album and you realize I fucking love this album, that helps too. Mm-hmm. And I really fucking love this album. So new Dolly Rats. And then that came out for the uh, crowdfunding supporters in February and they just put it out a couple weeks ago to anybody else. So if you like this music, buy the Dolly Rod's new album or their old albums too because those are great. Let's play... I'm just going to pick a song. Let's play this one. Shades on bed. 
nasty face, continental breakfast, your person's grace. Saw you dunk into the bunk, then we cheered you on, girl, get it on. Saturday morning, don't you walk away, don't you walk away from me. It's a walk of perfection yes oh my god so <laughs> love, good again hooky melodies mm-hmm. loud guitars so much fun mm-hmm. oh, i love that band yes so what else should we get into here anything that you want to talk about uh i'm afraid my topics are depressing they're gonna bring the room down a that's little okay bit. we'll bring it back up with the with some rocking tunes afterwards okay okay what do you want to talk about um well, we were going to record a show in December. We and were. Then we didn't, and I think part of it is, uh, I'm still not over George Michael. I'm no, not. Nor, I'm just. And nor I, should you be? Yeah. We haven't talked about that because he, he died oh. after. Um, yeah, yeah, he after died on Christmas Day. Uh, that dude, which makes it so hard to listen to Last Christmas now. <laughs> that dude was a mega talent. His voice. Oh my God. Yeah. Just, God. We saw him when he did his last U.S. tour. 2008. 25 live tour. Yeah. So glad we got to see that. I am too. I'm so grateful that we got to experience him singing live. And yeah. And you know, his voice wasn't as strong as when he was younger. But it was still great. It was still great. It sounded so good. And the show was so good. And it was a big, I remember, I think we probably talked about it on this podcast. Probably. Because I remember talking about how fun it was to be in this arena as mm-hmm. and it was just a giant gay, gay dance disco. party and yeah. it was just everybody was having yep. so much fun and yep. it just had such great energy and i just love how so it took him a while to discover who he was i think yeah and then he got outed in this weird way with the whole restroom bust thing but he didn't apologize for it he came out with a song and a video and was like here i am this is what it, this is what I do, and he was so unapologetic. And as I he should be, you should love be. that. You shouldn't you shouldn't apologize for who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and then things came out after he died about his charitable work, kind of like Prince, yeah. how he would just give money to random people. Like he gave money to a waitress who was struggling with school payments, and <coughs> he did this concert for a bunch of nurses who I think had helped him through some health issues and he he was just really great about giving back and i think he was just a really wonderful human being by all accounts world is lesser without him exactly by all accounts not an asshole yep (laughs) and you know that's actually saying a lot these Mm -hmm. days Mm -hmm. (laughs) because most of Mm -hmm. us are at one time or another in one way or another but yeah you you hear that somebody's actually a pretty good dude and yeah, really good dude, talented. And you know what? The other thing, too, I always have great respect for people who uh, are self-deprecating mm-hmm. and poke fun mm-hmm. of themselves. And he, Oh, the James Corden things. Yeah, I mean, he, there, were certain, there were certain things that he did, and he certainly had his issues. 
He was the first carpool karaoke. Yeah. And he but he would he would make fun of himself mm-hmm. and laughed mm-hmm. at those things and knew that everybody else was like uncomfortable with uh-huh. the stuff and he made light of it and Yeah. Yeah, that's cuz I think he did some stuff I think didn't he do something with Ricky Gervais too? Oh. At a at a uh, comic relief thing, oh, I, th- I seem to remember yeah. him and Ricky Gervais sitting on a park bench. Yes, something yes, there. they so, did. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's he pretty had a cool. really good sense of humor about himself. And bummer that he's gone. I, it's I, sad. I, it's I, just yeah. Really oh is. god. Okay, we got to play some George Michael. Uh, can we play Fast Love? Because you're gonna have to give me your phone for that one because okay. I don't have that on my iPad. Let I me play cute. something off my iPad. Okay. Well, you get that set up. This is going to probably be moderately depressing, but this is a song when I think of that concert. This uh-huh. is how it started, and he was off stage, and oh, this started playing. And God, this, yes. Oh. It's a short. It's a super oh. short song, but it's like if you need proof that his voice is oh, man. amazing. Yeah. So good. God. So yeah. I just remember that yep. so <laughs> distinctly. And then can we talk about the Grammys a little bit? How, of course. I, I love Adele and I understand like she wanted to do this tribute to him and she started singing this song and then she had to start over because she's like, no, I'm going to do this right. I want to do it for him. Yeah. But I feel like it should have been upbeat. Yeah. It, yeah. it felt weird. 
but I felt Those like things are always so hard to yeah. Like, to but do I felt justice. like she was doing what was in her heart. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And, and I didn't think there were a lot of people who could do it the way she did. You need somebody with a strong voice yeah. to pay tribute to this guy with this amazing voice. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Fast love. Oh, I love this song so much. Why is it not playing? I don't know. Uh, that's weird. Huh. Such a good song. (laughs) Technical issues. Okay. Why is it not? I don't know. I'm just trying to see if it's set to play to a different thing. I don't know what's going on. Huh. I've got the sound turned up all the way. Okay. I've got it plugged in. Why is it... Is it, like, just not playing at all? No, it shows that it's playing. Weird. I know. Oh, I know why, because I, <laughs> I turned down the volume when I switched devices. Great. I'm really good Great. at this podcasting thing. <laughs> How all many right. years have you been doing this stuff? <laughs> oh, God, okay. Let me, it's okay. Let me try it with the volume on. All right. And see if we can make this happen. Cool. I'm an idiot. No, you're not. There we go.
So they slowed so down great. a song about cruising to pay tribute. Nice. To them. <laughs> uh, I think I think they were focusing on the "I miss my baby" part a lot. Yeah, I suppose. But it's like, no, no, <laughs> the, the song's about <laughs> which yep. I love. It's just so funky. Like, you just mm. you saw my couch dancing. I did see your couch dancing, which I always enjoy. <laughs> yep. Oh, what a yeah, voice. Yeah, what a loss. <sighs> so. He was working on a movie about his life, too. I'm hoping that comes out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm I'm hoping something surfaces with that. wonder how far. Was it like a documentary thing? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. You know what? Yeah. I remember seeing that. It seemed like he'd been working on it for a while, too. Uh-huh. So I hope that. I it... hope they have enough to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> what other uh, downer topics do you have? Uh, well, <laughs> we both just finished a book. Yes. Which? Yeah. So Maite, Prince's first wife, put out a book about her time with him. Mm-hmm. And we both buzzed through it in about two days. Yeah. I couldn't stop reading it. There have been a shit ton of books coming out about Prince. And I haven't read any of them. Well, well no. The Jim Walsh one. Jim Walsh's Gold Experience book. But that was a compilation of Columns. columns. Things he had written previously. Mm-hmm. That we'd read back in the day. Yeah. I really was looking... For, I liked it. I was looking forward to that because yeah. it captures the era where we were... Most into him. most of our time. <laughs> a lot of time at Paisley Park. Yeah. Um, but yes, her book... And that was part of the reason I was looking forward to her book so much is because... That was part of that era as The Maite well. era was kind of... That was it. That was when we were hanging out there. That was... Mm-hmm. That's a big time period for us. Yeah. So I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. It, Pe- I had all the feelings. <laughs> People were, um, there's a lot of hand wringing about this book because they're like, well, she wouldn't have done it when he was still alive. And is it ex- exploiting him? And blah. No, it didn't feel that way to me. No, it did not feel that way at all. And she even outlined when she first started, she said, I have these stories and I hope these bring comfort to people. So yeah, there was a lot, it was a lot of, it didn't. I don't know. I mean, the most personal stuff was talking about their baby yeah. who lived just a few days. Oh, and that, that, was that was the hard-wrenching. hardest part to read. That was just, oh my god. I knew a little of it. Like I knew they had a baby. Right. I knew that he had died shortly after he was born. Yeah. But just some of the details were absolutely heart wrenching. Yep. Yeah, that was tough. But it was part of the story, mm-hmm. and she set the record straight on some on stuff, a lot of which things. I think was good. Yep. But yep. 
it was it was hard to read. But the book overall was not hard to read. It was good and it had a she, positive message. Yeah, and she's an impressive I love person. the tone. The tone was very it was serious, but it was also a little sassy. Yeah. Like it I just really liked mm-hmm. the persona. Yeah. I I I left the book with so much more respect for her and just yeah, I was admiration. I was liked her um, yeah. you know, as a performer. Oh yeah, but she, great dancer. Just got the crowd involved. I think she's a pretty strong personality. Not in a like forceful bitchy way or anything, but I think I mean she's not. She's not somebody who was thrown on stage because she was his girlfriend. And no, tells the story. No, she had the talent. Tons of dance background. Yep, and she could have been making a lot more money off on her own. Oh, in exactly. Cairo and places with all this belly dancing stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was um it was a great story and yeah. she told it well and I'm glad I read it. I am too. I, yeah, I'm probably gonna read it again. I'm sure I will at some point. It yeah. Yeah, it's still uh we're coming up on a year. Oh God, April twenty first. Yeah, it still sucks. I mean, it's gonna suck, but it's still. We still haven't been out to Paisley, other no, than just the, the outside. outside. The outside and looking at the fence and stuff. I I I can't. Not I'm not ready. Maybe it's. it's it's been a year, but I'm still not like it's still not the place that I yeah. want to keep that in my memory. Yeah, I do. That it was a celebratory I, and I joyful place s- to be. And I I want to see that again at some point, but but not now. No, I just no. I still watch. I'll watch videos every once in a while. And uh, I, I mean, there are certain once, songs I can't listen to. Yeah, every once in a while, something will just choke me up. I yeah. just the twenty first is gonna suck. Oh God, that's a weird fucking day because that. So that's the day, the anniversary of when I had my kidney surgery. Right. So that was like kind of a like mind fuck anyway. Well, a little bit of that, but also kind of a that was a turning point for me in many ways. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of after that, a lot of things happened. So I kind of even though it was a day where. I had surgery and it was a big deal in that I look at it in a very positive light Yeah. in that. But now this is a huge shadow on that. So now I think the Prince thing will definitely over, I don't, I think I'll focus more on that on the 21st. It'll be mm-hmm. hard for me to think about much else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking blows. It does. I, I'm, mm, I'm still just saddened by the whole thing. Yeah. He was. I miss him. I like it's a yeah. genuine, a genuine missing him. Not just like, oh, man, what a shame he's not around. But it's like, like genuine, like, fuck. I just, I, I just want to go and see him perform and feel the energy in the audience. And I know this term gets used a lot these days, but like, I want to be in his orbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just being in his presence, even if it's watching him on stage from, you know, twenty feet away at paisley park just watching a an amazing guitar solo or something i just that energy and that feeling yeah. you leave with that I, I will never feel that again in the mm-hmm. same way so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah that's a downer yeah but to sum up the book was pretty good <laughs> it was yeah yeah i don't know i would highly recommend the only, it. the only other book that i'm really looking forward to and i think it may have already come out in the uk but it's not coming out here until fall or something mm-hmm. there's a photo book from yes. steve park who worked yes. out there for a long time that will be good yeah and i'm norm- normally not one because that's kind of you know, how often are you going to look at it but this uh, this one i'm really interested in because he does amazing work and these are photos mm-hmm. that have never been seen before and again a lot of it is from the 90s when we were super mm-hmm. into into hanging out there and seeing him and 
I think uh, I think it'll be a fun book. And he tells his he tells a lot of stories in the book in a, in addition to the photos. And I've been that's one thing that I've loved is all the stories. That all the have come stories out. that are coming out, yeah. And these little things about how what a funny person he was and some of the jokes he would play on people. And mm-hmm. um, that was one of the things I loved about the Maite book too. His, yeah. And just the way that he the way that he would convince people to do things and how it, they started out with, wouldn't it be cool if? <laughs> that was his way of approaching, like trying to get, he was trying to get her to change her name. Yeah. To, what was it? To Arabia. Arabia. She's and like, no, she's, my mom would kill me. Yeah, she End stood up story. to him. But that's how like Carmen Electra probably got her name was him mm-hmm. saying, wouldn't it be cool if you changed But I think into... he admired that about her, that she... Probably. Yeah. yeah. To a point. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's, uh... Can we play some prints or... Hmm, yeah, why not? What the okay. hell? We've done it before. I try not to do too much because, right. I don't know, the estate's probably going to be as weird as he was about his stuff being played. Mm-hmm. But... Is there anything specific uh, you're looking for? Should I play something? Like Days of Wild or Endorphin Machine something or of... something from that era. I'll play something from the Dawn compilation. So this oh, dude put God, out. This is so good. This dude put out a three CD <sighs> um, a compilation called the Dawn. But it's not just a compilation where he slaps songs together. It's he oh. he took all the songs from the 1995-ish era. Mm-hmm, which and, was... Again, that's our time. And yeah, he resequenced them, added different things, did some remixing, pulled the pulled some unreleased stuff, and he put together what is a three CD version of that era. And it was like, it's one of the best Prince albums ever. Mm-hmm. It's like it's he took phenomenal the Gold Experience and Come and. Um, what what other and albums Exodus. did he pull? Exodus and the bonus tracks from the greatest hits mm-hmm. and um yeah and then some unreleased stuff from that era and and uh, chaos and disorder and it just yep. so yes let me play something off of that uh and each of the CDs kind of has a theme to it it mm-hmm. all really works well in it's, terms of sequence yeah it's it's great all right we'll play days of wild. <laughs> Welcome to the dawn. You've just accessed the wild experience. Hold on to your wings. Break down. This is a buzz. Hold on to your wings. All you sign motherfuckers up against the wall. If you don't play, bite the dust. Cause in a couple of simple fucking phrases, I'm gonna give you to the fucking place of the brand new mad style. Y'all say. For that biz Back when Dick was fucking Liz Before soda pop had fears The blame it on your jock strap Full of jizz Mentality is so insane I gotta check 9-2 and it's calm my brain Shoot another brother, not today Death from envy is the only way I can tear shit up, y'all That's my style These are the days of wild Put them up Hold on to your wings 
don't think so. I only knew one and never told her though. I thought about it many times. Just me. That's the kind of shit to make you check your mind. Is your blood type the type that flows? Did your blood type the type that stereo? Woman ever did your be thanks. I disrespect you, not a rape respect. And if a woman ever said I did, she's the motherfucking line. I'm a set of key. I'ma tear shit up, y'all. That's my style. These are the days of wild. I was thinking about this the other day when, when uh, after finishing my taste book, of mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not really looking forward to most of the other books or haven't had interest in most of the other books about him. But if there were to be any band members to write books, those that I would be most interested in, uh-huh. there are two. Yes, and it would be Matt Fink because mm-hmm. he was with him through from the late '70s, early '80s through most of the '80s, mm-hmm. and Morris Hayes because oh, he was with him from the, pretty much. From the early 90s all the way through. Yeah. So between the two of them, I think there would be a perspective on mm-hmm. almost his whole musical career. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the stories that they would have would have to be, especially I think Morris Hayes, because he's told a few stories and they've been great. Yeah. Very entertaining. Was that the one with the heart outside the heart? <laughs> yeah. He and Prince went to a hardware store, and Prince was going to wait in the car, and all of a sudden he showed up inside, and he had, like, he came up to Morris and had, like, handfuls of just junk from the... Yeah. Can we buy this? <laughs> he was, like, a little kid. Yeah, and he's wearing, like, this oversized sweater and these puffy boots, and Morris is like, dude, you left the car running outside? He's like, this is Chan-ass, and nobody's going to take it. Uh, I love that. Oh. Uh, so I, I would hope, I would love to, for them to write something mm-hmm. that I don't, who knows, who knows if they will. Yeah. Oh, Yes. So, I don't know. Oh, there was a show, was it like September, a couple years before he died. Yes. And we were waiting out for like three hours. Yes. And like, oh my gosh. And they didn't allow cell phones or anything. So you're just waiting there with no visual entertainment. And it's so hard now. You've just... You've described many of our experiences waiting to get into a show, yeah. show at Paisley Park. Well, but the thing about this now, show now is we're like... we're dependent on our cell phones. We're all dependent on our cell phones because previously it wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even an option. No, we had we flip would phones. Just, we would just leave in the car. Right. If anything. Yeah, we would just... Yeah. And we'd just wait with other people and nobody had phones and yeah. you're just... Whatever. But yeah. And he started to go into the song and I was just like, oh my God, please play this song. But he didn't he just played a little bit i think it's because of the cursing he didn't like to curse a lot in those later years is true so last night there was a uh, i think it was last night in the last couple days the rock and roll hall of fame oh uh, yeah thing and there there are cell phone videos on youtube and i watched lenny kravitz did a prince tribute because he died shortly after Uh, here's what i thought was weird about it. okay i didn't see it i heard it i thought it sounded great Kind of, but here's the weird thing. So he did two songs. He did When Doves Cry, and uh-huh. his version of When Doves Cry was entirely like focused around the bass, which doesn't even which exist doesn't on even When exist Doves Cry. Which doesn't even exist in the song. So it was kind of weird. Okay, yeah, And then yeah. he did The Cross, which Prince hated and changed the name to because of his religious views. Right. So it's like, that's an odd... It sounded yeah. decent, but I was like, but, that's kind of an odd tribute. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize about the bass line. So, like, something, yeah, the whole thing was something like, sounds different, but I'm not sure what's going on here. Yeah, like the whole thing was built around the bass line. Wow. It was weird. But that was one of the most progressive things about the song is that it didn't have a bass line. Yeah. 
he, it just sounded weird with it, so he took it out, yeah. and then it's just become this amazing sound yeah. that's iconic. I don't know. I thought that was kind of odd. Huh. It sounded okay. Again, I think we need to stop with the tributes. I, I don't think you're going to match the one that Sheila E. and former band members did at the BET Awards. And yeah. It's been enough time that we can yep. ease out the tributes. I'm happy to see that former band members are touring and stuff. Oh, yeah. As far as the TV tributes and stuff, I think we got to be coming. at the end of that, I would think. All right, so let's pause that and get on to some happier stuff. Yes. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What else? Do we have anything else we need to discuss? Max update. Oh, Max yeah. has been cool. We're coming up on two years of Maximus at our home. And he has become such a good little dog. Not a great little dog in terms of behavior, but a much better little dog mm-hmm. and just so affectionate and sweet. And we love him so much. Yes. <laughs> so that's a big change. He is, uh, He's just been more responsive to us. <laughs> we like him more often than we don't like him these mm-hmm. days, which is a change from the first six he months. He stressed us out, man. Yeah. He, he was a he, hard little guy yeah. to deal with. But yeah. now he's... He still gets excited and hyper and barks too much and things, but for the most part, he's just an awesome little yeah. dog. And yeah, he, he seeks attention a lot, like in a good way. Like he wants us to pet him and play. and Yeah, he likes yeah. us. So that's nice. Yeah, I, I feel like we're bonding a little yes. better. Uh, much, much more so. And you know, I guess maybe I shouldn't be too surprised. Maybe it's taken a little bit longer than I would have expected, but looking back at other dogs we've had, mm-hmm. not Abby, because we got her as a puppy, so that's a different scenario. Oh, yeah. But the other two, it seemed like it was a year or so before they really settled in. Yeah. Especially Otis. He wasn't super affectionate until no. after a year. Yeah. So he... Maybe, yeah, he was a little bit aloof. Yeah. Max Max took a little bit longer than mm-hmm. that, but... But I think part of it's because he was younger and... Yeah, that could be too. He'd been through some different stuff, I think. Yeah. Yep. Zoe was just so attention starved. Right. She was super whiny at first. Yeah. Uh, at first. Well, but I mean, she was like <laughs> super, super needy mm-hmm. for a long time. And then be, her whining became more selective for when she really wanted something. Yeah. And... Feed me. Feed me now. Yeah. Feed me now. Feed me now. Yeah. <laughs> I still miss her. Me too. I miss them. I th- think about them I a lot. I miss all of them. I really do. Yeah. I just, yeah. But it's nice yeah. to have a... And especially, I'm here, I'm with him all day, mm-hmm. almost every day, since I work at home. And it's um, he's a pretty decent companion. We have yeah. our moments where we don't get along. For the most part, we've gotten into a routine, and he's pretty That's cool. decent during the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think weekends throw him off a little bit. It's yeah. probably my fault because I'm around more. It, it, it's just the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the routine thing is different on those days. So. And I think there are more people around in general. That, That's true. Yeah, like people are taking their dogs for walks more, and that yep. excites them. And the dogs. The neighbor dogs are out, and that makes him a little crazy. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to play something from Bash and Pop. Cool. Another great album that came out recently. Tommy Stinson from The Replacements and Guns N' Roses. And he's done a bunch of solo albums and band albums, and he returned to I've the I've been name. listening to this I like know. crazy this I week. I think I listened to it heavily when it first came out, and you really didn't, and I'm glad you've gotten on board now with I'm it. No, I'm like... This is my it's a good coworkers on a conference call. I need to listen to something loud. <laughs> yeah. So um, his first post replacements album was a Bash and Pop album, and he, as he started recording this one, he realized this had a similar sound and feel, and this is what he was kind of trying to achieve with the band. So it's different people playing on it, mm-hmm. but it's the same feel, and I think it makes sense that he named it that after hearing it. Yeah. It does sound of his all of his post replacements work. I 
like this as much or more than that album, and I love that album. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to play Never Wanted to Know. <laughs>
an alcohol-related song. Uh-huh. I was fixing drinks, so how appropriate. <laughs> That's why we went directly into another song from Bash and Pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good album. Yes. It is. The whole album is this vibe. So if you like mm-hmm. these songs, you probably like the album. I suggest picking it up. It's called... Mm-hmm. Uh, any, Anything can happen. I have Anything t- could happen. I have a t-shirt on <laughs> and in giant letters it says Anything Could Happen on the front. It's a Bash and Pop shirt and I had to look to see what the name of the album was. I am sharp. Well done, you. Thank you. Oh. oh we have not seen Tommy Stinson... Have you ever seen Tommy and any of his other non-replacement bands? Just with the replacements at Midway Stadium. I've seen him a couple times. I saw Bash and Pop uh, the first time around at Fine Line. And I think I saw him solo. Yes, I saw him solo uh, at 7th Street Entry. Yeah. And it was a disaster of a show. Wasn't it his first solo gig? Something like early? that. He was having trouble like playing guitar and singing at the same time. <laughs> he, was, he was just, yes, it was very early in his post-replacements career and he was still like not really feeling it so much yeah um, it was a cool show and then that was the same one where one of the other bands uh rank strangers were totally drunk uh-huh. and the singer fell off the stage and his had a big gash on his forehead and it was a it was a nutty show wow <laughs> i can't remember who else it was a multi-band thing Man, to be in our 20s again. Yeah, I know. There, there are good things and there were bad things. Yes. Bad things, no money. Yes. But uh, you know what? And I have no idea, but that show probably cost like $4. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, well, I think back on all of the great uh, shows that I saw in in, in my 20s. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a long list. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was good to see. I would, uh, yes, I think at some point we need to see him live again. Yes. And um, I'd love to see this material done live. I would too. He's done a couple different things. He did a tour with just one other dude. It was like a campfire themed thing where it was more like two dudes sitting around a campfire type music. Mm-hmm. like Acoustic. Yeah. And yeah. I think he still has that project going where he's going to do that once in a while. And oh. then he's going to do this and who knows what else. But Yeah. I'm a little leery of acoustic shows. Yeah, I don't know if it was a, I don't know, but yes, I. Sometimes people talk through them and they suck. Yes. Not the not the artists, the audience. Yes, it's hard. Yeah, I feel like we're being a little more we are. selective about going out. I looked at the list of shows that we've seen since our last uh, podcast in September, and it's pretty minimal. I mean, we went to the usual New Standards Holiday Show, yep, which was wonderful, and then we did a couple big arena shows in Vegas. Yeah. But we haven't... No, it was a pretty light winter. hmm And I'm also at a point where I'm... There are some acts, even if I have seen them multiple times and really like them or seen them once and really like them, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Green Day Green was Day's one a good of those. example. We saw them... We saw them... A couple times. Yeah. And enjoyed the hell out of and it. I, and I'm sure that this would have been a great show. And I just, yeah. I tried to get tickets when they first did the pre-sale, but then it didn't work out. And I was like, oh, well. Yeah. I, and... Yeah. But it seems like they're doing a lot of the same. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. um, yes, being more selective is a good way of putting mm-hmm. it. That's okay. And even. <sighs> there are still some people, though, whenever, like Frank There's... Turner, Dave Haas. Oh, yeah. Whenever they come We're through there. town, it's like, yeah, we will be there. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a little more selective. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, it's hard. Do you hard. like club shows or arena shows more? Because uh, there are certain things I like about 
some and certain things I don't. It depends. It depends. I mean, I do certainly. I'm like, yeah, I can sit down. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then um, there are certain acts where smaller venue is a must. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It just depends. Mm -hmm. And it's still hard to beat the energy off of a live show in a small. You go to a show at like Turf Club or somewhere like Mm -hmm. that, and it's hard to it's hard to get that vibe, that feeling you get when you leave there after a great show. Yeah. Um, comparing that to something you see at a big arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what else? Anything else we want to talk about or we want to wrap things up or what are you thinking? Um, I got nothing, but if you have additional stuff. Um, should I talk about, um, I haven't mentioned that since the last show I got AIDS. What kind of AIDS? <laughs> That's, that's like the worst joke anyone could ever make. It is. I it really hear, is. I Shame hearing, on you. I'm not at least been embarrassed. I get hearing aids, so I can hear better. Hearing aid? Like hearing the... Aid. I got the, yes, the tribute album. <laughs> no, it was the charity album. We're stars. Album. We are stars by hearing aid. No, I got actual hearing aids so I can hear better. I am. I have hearing aids, trifocals, and a Buick. I am officially an old fucking man. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I'm accepting it. I'm living it. That's how it's going to be. So... No, I needed them. I can hear better now. I've only had I'm them glad. for like less than a week, but I'm getting used to them, and I'm glad I went through and got them. And Good. It's a fun little toy to play around with. Yeah, you've got an app on your phone where I know. you can... All sorts of little settings I can yeah. adjust. It's interesting how they... I'm picking up a lot of different things. What's really weird is the um, the places where I've really noticed it are like ambient, noise, ambient noises in rooms without a lot of sound absorption. The, every little noise in the bathroom now. Really? The toilet flushing is so loud. Huh. And I could do without some of that stuff. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, what I, about I, the pre-toilet flushing? Like the, no, that can be as loud. I like that. <laughs> the um, so That kind of stuff, it's like, well, this isn't a benefit. It's just a, kind of an annoyance now. But the um, ability to hear people talk better, and that's usually... Even a, when it's about shoes? I can still mentally block out what you're saying. Okay. And like I said, I can always fall back on streaming music directly from my phone to my hearing aids, which is a nice. It, the sound quality is not great, but it'll block it'll block out some chatter if I need to. Hmm. Okay. So I might fall back on that once in a while if you start to go on any long nail polish related rants. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. But anyway, it's I'm glad that I took care of it finally. It's I'm been, glad that you did that. Yeah. But I know, like, with um, this is the same thing, like, when I had my surgery and all that. Like, people are really, and I get it, you're, everybody's different, but people are tend to be very uh, closed off about health issues and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, it's just like, it just it's just a thing. It's not mm-hmm. like, I'm not embarrassed by it. I don't, I don't know. It's don't just know something I'm... you have to do, and we have the technology right. to make it better. So why right. not take advantage of that? Yeah. Like, I've, I, so I don't know. For me personally, I've, been like even though they're super small and i think most people probably wouldn't even notice i was wearing them Mm -hmm. but people that i like that i work with uh, in my freelance stuff i've told them i'm like oh yeah i'm getting hearing aids next week and i think they're kind of surprised that i'm like open about it telling them that and they're kind of curious about it but i guess i don't know Hmm. i just don't why why who cares why hide it yeah there's no shame in it no exactly that's just it it's not like any of that stuff like i didn't do anything wrong no so why, I don't know why, for me personally, I don't know why I would be closed off about hmm. that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's. Can you hear the dog's farts louder? Probably on occasion. I can hear his barks louder. I could do without that too. Oh my god, he's a loud barker. Yeah, he is. But I love him. He's he a is. crazy little fucker, but he's sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, so I can't think of anything else overly personal that I want to share this uh, time <laughs> around. So I guess we'll wrap things up. Had fun playing some good music and stuff. I think we're going to wrap it up with another Dave Haas song off of cool. Bury Me in Philly. Uh, the obvious thing would be to do the title track, but I'm not going to. I think I'm going to do Divine Lorraine. Oh, yeah. That's another really good song. The whole thing's the whole really thing's good. good. I love it. Okay, so buy some buy music. Support musicians that are uh, doing great work and that you like. And if you like stuff on the show, I encourage you to buy their albums or their singles or whatever. Just check mm-hmm. them out. And live music, too. You know, Even though we're being more selective with our live music, it's still a wonderful thing. And Yeah, uh, I feel good supporting the artists that we're supporting. So Absolutely. All right, we'll be back sometime between one day and... One year from now, probably, maybe, <laughs> with another... It'll probably be a few months. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. We'll yeah. get the urge again. Something will come and blow our minds, or we'll have the need to talk after one of our mm-hmm. other podcasts, and we'll do this again. It's been fun. Thank you for being my beloved co-host and musical friend and all that, as always. You're welcome. All right. Divine Lorraine, Dave Haas, goodbye.
Stay true to me, divine. 